0: We want you to hear us loud and clear on this. We are always for marriage. definitely, But we are also always for safety. Mm -hmm. And that needs to happen inside a marriage. And so, yes, we will fight like crazy to help you repair your marriage. But we will also fight like crazy for your safety and for you to not sit in a situation where you repeatedly are cheated on emotionally, verbally, physically, mentally, spiritually abused in.
1: to the Expedition Marriage Podcast. We're so glad you're here. I'm Chris.
0: And I'm Jamie Bailey, and we're Christian counselors and marriage coaches.
1: We're here to help you put God in the center of your marriage by sharing some solid biblical truth along with some practical marriage tips.
0: So no matter where you're at in your marriage, start getting excited because we're here to help you
1: enjoy the journey.
0: Hey there, friends. We are glad you are here today. We actually have a pretty fiery topic. At least it's fiery for us, I think.
1: Yeah, it's got us worked up.
0: Yeah, it's about adultery. It's help my husband has had an affair. Mm. And there's a reason we're bringing this up now. You know, we recently did through our website and through our Instagram, we held a challenge and it's still going on and we will have this in the show notes. So definitely come be a part of it. But it was a 30 day praying for your husband challenge. Now, why we have this challenge going on, we would repeatedly get emails and get DMs through Instagram mm-hmm. from a lot of wives saying, please pray for my husband. Mm-hmm. My husband has cheated on me. My husband's in the middle of an affair. Yeah. Horrible. Sad. We all know in today's day and age, adultery happens. Mm-hmm. We probably know somebody who's been affected by it. Maybe it happened to our parents. Maybe it's even happened to us. you know. But the thing is, as bad as adultery is, another thing that is very harmful that disturbs us as counselors, as Christians, and all of that is the response to it. Right. Because there are many women who are pleading with us to pray, which we will 100% do. Oh, definitely. We're for marriage around here, right? Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. That's that's why our tagline is enjoy the journey. We want you to enjoy the journey of marriage. It's going to be tough. There's going to be pitfalls. There's going to be surprises. Mm -hmm. But we want you to be able to work through it together as a team.
0: Right. So that way
1: you can have the joy that God wants you to have through it.
0: Right. And so what many of these women were saying was They felt the full responsibility mm-hmm. to repair their marriage, to forgive, mm-hmm. help me, the emails were saying, help me forgive my husband. You know, help me to not break the covenant that I'm in with my husband. Help me to not divorce my husband because, you know, I want to honor God in it. Absolutely nothing about boundaries. Absolutely nothing protective. They're, they're asking for prayer to help them with their anxiety and their insecurities mm-hmm. over their husband cheating. Well, here's the deal. It's not that simple.
1: No, no, it's very complex.
0: It's it's not that simple and we've got scripture to back up how non simple adultery is in a marriage. It's one of the reasons there's grounds for divorce, right?
1: Oh yeah, it's 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 one of the couple of grounds for divorce that that mm-hmm. God gives. In Matthew five thirty-one, thirty-two, 32 and also again in Matthew 19:9, 9, Jesus says that we shouldn't leave our spouse or divorce our spouse except for sexual um immorality. Yeah, sexual and adultery, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, that's a very clear statement as far as, you know, here is the out. Don't get divorced unless... This stuff is going on. And again, you know, in 1 Corinthians 7, around verse 14 or 15, it it talks about if the unbelieving partner separates, then let it be so. In such a case, the brother or sister is not enslaved. God has called you to peace. So Mm -hmm. if you're married to somebody who's unbelieving and they cut out, that's the other way Mm -hmm. that you are free from the uh, from. Marriage, but besides that, I mean, you're, we're we're to work this out. We're to, to push through it mm-hmm. when it makes sense. You know, right. Paul says, you know, as long as it's up to us, be reconciled to everybody. But that's not always possible, right? And God does give these outs because it's not always possible,
0: right? And divorce, God allowed divorce in these situations as a protective measure. Mm-hmm. This is a protective measure. It's not about you don't make me happy anymore. No, it's not that. Not that simple. It's protective of us. So here's what we know about affairs. They happen to about one out of four of four couples. Mm. That's a lot. That's about a twenty to twenty-five percent chance that your marriage is going to come against a divorce or come against an affair. Right now, if you're not married, seventy percent of couples are affected by cheating. Mm. That's a big deal. Now here's what we want to talk about today. Because first of all, one of the things they found that reduces the chance of unfaithfulness of adultery is seen in couples who actively go to church together. Yeah, faith. Faith-based couples who actively go to church. Not just say they're believers, but they're active in their church. That's a big deal. And mm-hmm. so that that's really good. That's exactly how it should be.
1: Oh, that's great. And if, if you're concerned about divorce proofing your marriage, mm-hmm. then yeah, get to church. Be yes. active in your faith with each other.
0: Right, right. And so here's the deal with these couples that have come under adultery. 55% of them break up. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. adultery has happened and you break up. You have the freedom to do that if you have been cheated on. Right. Where we're coming from, we want you to hear us loud and clear on this. We are always for marriage. definitely, But we are also always for safety. Mm-hmm. And that needs to happen inside a marriage. And so, yes, we will fight like crazy to help you repair your marriage. But we will also fight like crazy for your safety and for you to not sit in a situation where you repeatedly are cheated on emotionally, verbally, physically, mentally, spiritually abused in. Oh, yeah. So all Definitely. of that stuff, we are for marriage first. Mm-hmm. But we are also equally for your your safety within a marriage.
1: Right. So and, and I guess let me let's also be clear too, just because your spouse does have an affair doesn't mean you have to get divorced. Right. Either. And there are right. things that you can do as far as a forgiveness that we'll talk about.
0: Yeah, and yeah, that's exactly what we're gonna talk about. But here's so we know fifty five percent of couples who have adultery enter their marriage break up. Thirty mm-hmm. percent of them try and then they break up. Yeah. Now, 15% of them survive, and what they know about these 15% is they survive because they put boundaries in place, mm-hmm. because they do the healing work, they do the repair work. There are things to do. Now, people who have cheated, research has shown again, they are three t- three times more likely to cheat again. Wow. Now, that's going to decrease if you do these things. And that's what we want to talk about because there's a whole lot of messages we get all the time of women who have been cheated on. Now, also want to clarify, women cheat too. Yeah. This episode is not about that. (laughs) Same rules are going to apply, but this tends to be a woman problem, a wife problem that feels like I'm the victim, but I'm also, it's all on me to forgive and be the godly wife and to do what's right. And to
1: have to stay together, even though they're actively continuing to do this.
0: Yes. And that's not the case. So we want to help you understand the things that need to take place. We know adultery is wrong. Top 10, Exodus 2014, you shall not commit adultery.
1: And it was pretty clear. There was no explanation that was given as far as what adultery was. So, everybody knew what that was. Now, of course, in our sin brokenness, right, we will try to twist things and blur Mm -hmm. the lines and as technology comes in and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, Jesus still said, if you lust after a woman, Mm -hmm. you've committed adultery in your heart.
0: Right. So right. it's not
1: just have to, you know, we've met up or something like that. You know, these emotional affairs, mm-hmm. talking, if you're lusting after this woman, if you're into pornography, yes. right? This, fa- this falls under that definition that That's Jesus has right. given.
0: That's right. And so, and, and in today's day and age, it's so much easier with all of this technology. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's, it's a big issue. But if you want to, if you, your marriage has been affected by a, an adultery, There are things you have to do to move forward. Right. And the first thing is you need to see from your husband is remorse. Mm -hmm. They need to have remorse, and they need to cut off all communication.
1: Oh, absolutely. Definitely. And
0: if they had an affair at work, guess what? They quit their jobs. Mm -hmm. You have to be willing to quit your job and get away from that person. You cut them off of Facebook, off of Instagram. You get off social media. Whatever you need to do, if it's my father had an affair. It destroyed my parents' relationship. It was with a next door neighbor. Mm. Healing would have required a move. Right. And you have to be willing to be that remorseful that you will do what it takes to cut off any kind of temptation or any relationship with that person.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11 talks about that you have to sincerely repent. Right. Right. So, it it really has to be a heartfelt thing. Because, you know, the Church Mm -hmm. of Corinth was going through adultery and and issues like that. So, it's not uncommon. This was part of a process that they had to do.
0: Right. And it's not just, it's kind of like we've talked about apologies. It's not just, I'm sorry. Mm -mm. You have to have, I'm sorry, will you forgive me, followed by changed behavior. Yeah, that
1: repenting, that turning around, actually putting it into action.
0: Right. And so the next thing you need to always see when an affair happens is that the cheater needs to start living an open book life life. Yep. And why is that? Well, because trust is foundational. Mm -hmm. You have to have trust. You cannot move forward in your marriage without the rebuilding of trust. It is the ground that we rest our marriage upon. Mm -hmm. And trust can be demolished in a moment, but can
1: take time to rebuild. Well, that's the problem. You know, you have an affair, then your spouse is like, everything we knew, Mm -hmm. everything we thought we had, is a lie. Right. You've blown everything up. So right. you've got to restart back from square one. You can't just pick up from when you're, you know, oh, okay, here, I'm sorry. Now let's just pick up where we were because no, where you were is no longer there.
0: That's right. That's right. You do. You have to rebuild from scratch. And mm-hmm. I don't think people realize the emotional damage that an affair does. No, it's
1: traumatic. It's There mm-hmm. is actually symptoms of PTSD that can yep. be seen in the offended spouse.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And so what this means is as a husband who's had an affair... Or as the wife who's who's been cheated on, your spouse needs to now you have access to his cell phone. Mm-hmm. If there's a password on it because of work and all that, you get it. Right. You get to have the password. You get to say, "Let me check your phone." You get to look at their social media if they're still on that. You get to call them when they're ten minutes late from work and say, "Where are you?"
1: Oh yeah, or even just have the, the find a friend the app on a your friend. phone. <laughs> you yeah, and it's not going to happen forever because you mm-hmm. know what? It's just that's a temporary fix. But you know, until that trust can be built. It needs to be put into place. I mean, Hebrews 13, 4 talks about holding our marriage in honor by all and, you know, and not let it being, you know, undefiled. So, you Mm -hmm. know, so that way, you know, this is a way to do that, to hold it up in esteem saying, look, I care about rebuilding so much. This is what I'm willing to do.
0: Yes. And every time your wife checks your phone Mm -hmm. or every time you check the phone and there's nothing on it and it's all clean. That's a little brick of trust.
1: Sure. It's a gift you're giving to your spouse.
0: And now there is a time limit on that. You can't be doing Mm -hmm. this for years. This is not the long-term goal. Sure. But the more you see the clear phone, the more you see their healthy patterns the easier it is for you to trust because they're earning it, they're regaining it. And now we will say, for the husband who's cheated, they hate this part. Oh, yeah. They will do this in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then it will wane off, and then it will be like, you need to get over this. And we're going to talk about that in a second, too. But here's mm-hmm. the deal. Proverbs six thirty two. here's what it says. It's going to sting. It is going to sting. <laughs> he who commits adultery lacks sense. Mm. He who does it destroys himself. Mm-hmm. You don't like it in your phone check? Guess what? You did it to yourself. You
1: got no one but yourself to blame.
0: That's right. You did it to yourself. And wives, you need to quit feeling like you're wrong Mm. for asking for these things. Oh, yeah. You're not wrong for feeling insecure. Your husband's wrong for removing your security.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. They're supposed to be someone who's contributing or offering Mm -hmm. security.
0: Now, number three... That you need to have happen is the victim gets to lead, mm-hmm. right? The, yeah. the wife who's been betrayed has to take the lead, which means they do get to call you out on checking your phone. Right. They do and it, when it comes to intimacy, when it comes to sexual intimacy. If they're not ready to have sex with you for months, that's okay. Yeah. If they don't want you to say I love you for the time being, that's okay. Where their triggers are, you need to change your behavior around them. Because you're rebuilding that trust.
1: And certainly be aware that they're being triggered. Right? Be aware that, hey, this is how trauma works. You, it, it's mm-hmm. Bringing it back up. You're part of the cause with that. You're going to have to mm-hmm. sit in your stink. That's you know? right. And even if the marriage was on shaky grounds before then, you're still the one who blew things up. That's right. right? You didn't do the right steps to fix it. You just blew things up instead.
0: Right. And another part of that leading is you get to be in charge of the details that you want. Mm -hmm. Now, there are studies that will show both sides of this. Yes, you need all the information. No, you don't need anything. This is an individual thing. The camp Mm -hmm. we come from, it's you need to know what you need. There are some people that cannot move on until they know every single detail. Oh,
1: sure. Yeah, we've had one person, they wanted to be driven to every single place and Mm -hmm. see every hotel and all that kind of stuff. And that's
0: how their brain and their heart healed and they knew the information. Mm -hmm. There are others don't want to know anything. No, because it's re-traumatizing. Right, right. So you need to, as an individual, know what you need. And we do ask that you take pause on that. And make sure it's not a rash decision, but you're like, no, mm-hmm. I really do need this information to heal. But you get to dry.
1: And here's the catch, though. At some point in time, you have to be willing to forgive what you're heard, mm-hmm. right? What, what you're told, you have to be willing to forgive. Now, that doesn't have to be right, be right then. And remember, it's not for them. It's for you.
0: That's right. That's right. And here, that that takes us right into the fourth one here. What you need to receive is you need to see consistent work and effort. Mm-hmm. And when you start seeing that, that forgiveness process becomes easier. Yeah. And and honestly, forgiveness, that's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's a Absolutely. choice. It's not a, I forgive you, now I need to forget it all and move, move forward. No, it's a process. Right. It is a process. You can still feel the hurt and walk in forgiveness at the same time. Certainly. And so when you forgive, this is what you need to see to move forward forward Mm -hmm. because there's a difference. Forgiveness does not always mean it's safe to move forward. No. And so don't confuse those two things. And so what you need to see is consistent work and effort. Majority of these cases, adultery is a trauma. Oh, absolutely. They need professional help. Mm -hmm. We walk couples through adultery all the time. There are methodical steps that you kind of need to go through. Is it 100% needed? No, not necessarily, but something is. Right, You've got to change up your normal. It's got to be addressed. You can't move
1: on like it didn't happen.
0: Yes, you need to have some mentors. You need to have Mm -hmm. another couple that's in this with you. You need to have the accountability of a coach, of a counselor, of a Sunday school teacher, you know, somebody, your pastor, to speak into that. But things you need to see from the adulterer is humility. Yep. They need to be that open book like we talked about, but they need to mm-hmm. have the that humble spirit of listening to you and being there and, and trying to understand your need. They need to have that openness. They need to have brokenness. And they need to have willingness to follow your lead. And they need to have empathy. Yes, You will not move forward until you know that your spouse understands what they've done to you. Yeah, if you get it. Right. And so that's a big thing. And so you need to see... Active changes mm-hmm. and differences in a spouse who has betrayed you. You are not responsible to just forgive and move on. That is not biblical. No. No, we it's can not at we all. can take scriptures on forgiveness and take them way out of context and feel mm-hmm. like, oh, I just need to forgive and move on. No, there are, are consequences for this.
1: Right. Well, even when Jesus said offer up the other cheek. If someone strikes one cheek off or up the other, you mm-hmm. only have two cheeks. That's right. right? There, there's boundaries. There's a limit. There's, there's a boundaries. limit. He's not saying, you know, n- God never said, just keep taking the abuse unlimitedly. Right. Unlimited.
0: Unlimitedly. <laughs> unlimitedly. Yes. unlimitedly. Yeah. Right.
1: And as far as the the offending spouse who did cheat, you know, will go, well, how long do I have to put this through? Well, how long was the affair?
0: That's right. That's right. And how long do I have to keep showing my phone? Until.
1: Until. How until you. How many times do I have to mm-hmm. say I'm sorry? Until she says You don't have to anymore.
0: Right. And that can take a while. Mm -hmm. Now, there is a cap on it. And if you get to the point and you're the the adulterer, and you're like, this is taking too long, then you recommend you get some help. Sure. And let a counselor step in and go, Okay, you are kind of stuck here. Yeah. Because people will get stuck, women will get stuck out of fear. In trauma. Right. So you get help. And that's why we suggest, first of all, really we do recommend that you get professional help, trained professionals to help you walk through this. Yes. Because there is method to the madness in all of this. But hear us say healing. Redemption, restoration, 100% can be found. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean it always should. No, As much as we want it to. It doesn't mean it always should because you don't deserve to be in a relationship where you are suffering from betrayal over and over again or you are walking in insecurity because a husband is telling you you're crazy mm-hmm. or I only did this because if you had more sex with me, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't have done this. A husband who's blaming you or saying, you know, I can do what I want. You're not in control of me. No, no. Mm -mm. That is not a godly good marriage. That's not what he wants for you. So, yes, you can heal from this. But, yes, there are things that need to be added and changed about your marriage. But we have seen marriages come from adultery that turn around and become better than they ever were to begin with. Yay, God. Yes. So, have that hope. But if your husband's not humble enough to admit his failings... And to move forward and to do these things that are required to rebuild trust, then you're not going to be a success story in this. Mm-mm. And so you need to have the humility because here's the reality: God tells us all through scripture, wherever there's temptation, he has provided a way out. Oh, yeah. So you know with a hundred percent assurance that if your spouse spouse cheats, it's because he chose it. Mm-hmm. God gave him an out, he didn't take it. And he needs to own that. And when he starts owning that and taking responsibility, that is when you can trust again. Right. But you will not have a solid, godly marriage without rebuilding that trust. And so we want you, if you've suffered adultery, to do the work to heal. Don't settle for just moving forward and acting like this hasn't happened. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is, when you're willing to do the work to heal, that is when you can.
1: Enjoy the journey.